Hey y'all, it's another episode of Wait What? So we're down two members again this time, and we wish them all the best. They'll be here with us in spirit. But we're going to do things a little bit different this time. Instead of our main big topic, we're going to hit a couple of smaller topics fast and hard. That's what she said. Anyways, so on into the first topic, second time around. Second time around. (laughs) So, you know when you have those exes that want to creep up into your life, and sometimes you just let it happen. (laughs) In those DMs, though, question is, does it ever work out? Kiwi, give me your thoughts, please. <laughs> okay, let's just say, first of all, oft, most of the time, I don't uh, even allow a second time around. Because I feel usually if we if we ended, it's for something, uh, not substantial, but just something that I know more than likely won't change or whatnot. But do, p- sometimes people do change. And so, I mean, you gauge it by person. Um, but the one time, oh, man. And this is why I will probably never do it again. But the one time I allowed that to happen, um, oof, <sighs> things went a little further with this person than they ever should have. Uh, one, because he's just a jerk. Um, mm. And, <laughs> and uh, it was one of those where we were never like boyfriend and girlfriend. So it, it was never an ex, but we dated. And... We, good yeah, it's good enough. Yeah, we 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 stopped dating the first time. That ended because he was playing games. He didn't know what he wanted. You know, one of those situations. And six months go by, and I, I we had ended. Oh, now I remember why mm-hmm. it took six months because he made me out like I felt like I was one of those girls that I'm normally not. Of like, I I literally ended it like via text, just like don't ever text me again. And I've never been that. Oh damn! <laughs> I've never been that female. But he just like literally drove me nuts, and I was like, "Please, I don't want you in my life." Anyways, so he, um, because I said, "Don't ever text me again." It took about six months for him to like, you know, try and slide his way back in, and he he of course did it through Instagram, just like started to like a photo here, like a photo there, and then I guess he felt comfortable enough to reach out, and so whatever. We went through like at least two or three iterations of this of like, we'll start talking again and then he'll do something to piss me off and then I'll just be like, bye. <laughs> he was a habitual line stepper. <laughs> I know, I should have learned my lesson. And so the last time, oh gosh, I can't get too personal with this because I can't put my business out there. But, um,. That dirty laundry. Some dirty laundry will be aired on this episode. I'm just saying. I'm completely and wholly unapologetic. Just saying. Okay. Well, um, so me and this guy, we were pretty passionate. Like, there was was some fire, and that's probably why we, like, just blew up every time. (laughs) But so the last... (laughs) So the passion was keeping the flame alive. Yes, ah. and I blame that. That is why. See, that is why you do not. Oof, I'm about to preach. This is why you do not have sex because preach. <laughs> ladies, ladies, pause. Do not take her words at heart. That is just her recommendation. Her recommendations do not speak for all of us. I'm just saying, because once that gets that once that gets involved, people go crazy, or they just don't think properly. And in this situation, think with the right head. The, in this situation, I mean, we hadn't had, but it was still passion. Anyways, so this last, this fourth time <laughs> that I allowed him, this is this is the problem. Maybe it went past second time around. This is where I should have learned. Um, but anyway, fourth time, we. We, we had an agreement, and, oh, man. Anyways, let's just say it ended terribly, and he kept asking a certain question that I didn't want to answer because I knew if I answered it. So what I'm wondering is, did you enjoy this, these second, third, and fourth times around? Well, no, so, okay, so the, the second, third, fourth time, the, 
they weren't like sexual. It was just like, okay, we're starting to talk again. That's really what it was. But then he would do something stupid, and then I'd just be like, you're an idiot. Why am I dealing with you? So he got four chances, but you don't even give certain men a second glance. And this guy got four chances. I'm just saying. I know. <laughs> this is why I'm saying it doesn't work. or Like, you just shouldn't allow it to sometimes. Anyways. Long story short, we had a massive falling out because I he kept asking me this question that I didn't want to answer, and I gave him my honest opinion, and it hurt his ego. It I mean, like, it really hurt his ego and his pride. Uh, but basically, at the end, uh, <laughs> I, I was kind of cruel towards the end. I'm not even going to lie, but he, he deserved it. We have no need to be a little bit cutthroat, as we have found out recently. <laughs> yeah, I think a few Drake songs were based on you, Kiwi. Oh my gosh. I'm just, okay, I'm just brutally honest. I, and sometimes I have no problem with just letting you know how I feel. And I think that you should be that open. I mean, you should be open. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Joe, um, your, your yay or nay uh, experience. So you guys know that I've waited two hours for a date. So clearly, I will give someone a second, third, not fourth chance. I'm not you, Kiwi. I'm a little bit, I you know. That one. Okay, that one time. Um, I have given a few past flames, former flames, a second chance, and I've learned that if it didn't work out the first time, there's a reason. So that's a no for me, sir. I mean, I personally, um, in previous encounters and various relationships. Um, I have backslid in my early days. Um, I'm part of the illustrious Tall Delta chapter of FIU down in Miami. And, um, we had a term for this. We had a term for this. We called it the TD Linger. Many brothers were afflicted with said infection. The backslide was real. It was very real. So... Myself, I uh, ended up in a situation where I ended up lingering for damn near a year at one point. And then after that situation, I was like, you know what? I never again will I allow this to happen with anyone else. The most I have lingered with anyone else since then has been, I think, a month where they pop back up after maybe a month or two of us not really talking or being on the regular, and then we backslid for like a month, and then that was it. And so since then, typically when me and a girl are finished, when I've told myself this is the last time I'm going to be involved in these shenanigans, that's it. That's a wrap. I, I typically from that point do not backslide. When she pops up in the DMs with the sweet messages and the compliments. Because you cook so well. I do cook well, ladies. And half the time, I think they just wanted to get my food. <laughs> but, but I was like, nah, it's not happening. So, nah, you can't come over. Nah, I ain't finna slide through neither. So, that's just my perspective. Typically... I I do I'm a firm believer in if you guys really broke up for me I'm not going to break up unless I really don't see things working out and so if it does end then it needs to end for a reason so um I just have to give a disclaimer here little brother I hope you're not listening to this but I have lied um. I will backslide if the sex was mind-blowingly good. You know what I'm talking about, Joel. You're giving me this look right now. I mean, <laughs> I am human. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we know we have these weaknesses. <laughs> we know the Achilles heel is real. <laughs> and the Achilles other appendages as well. <laughs> but <laughs> the Achilles arm, <laughs> the baby third leg Achilles. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, in the long run, I personally don't think it's worth it. Joe? Wait, wait. I'm not saying it's worth it in the long run, but I'm saying the flesh is weak. 
And that's all I have to add to that. The pleasures week. Mm. These, these carnal desires. Yes. Um, so I guess I guess the consensus is no. But so you guys, um, question, Joe. You seem like uh, you had some backsliding experience. Question: Do you think you would do it again? <laughs> um, I can neither confirm nor deny whether or not I would again. So are you saying that you're claiming to plead the fifth? (laughs) Say it with me, guys. One, two, three, four, fifth. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Dave Chappelle, where are you? You need to put more, more stuff out. However, let's go ahead and hop on to the next topic, meeting and exchanging info. So you're in the club and, uh, or that library, or you're in the bar, or you're in Barnes and Nobles or the grocery store, and you start a sweet conversation with this sexy young thing right next to you, and you get them digits, or you give the digits, and you're wondering to yourself, hmm, should I text them? Should I look them up on social media? If I gave them my number, and if they gave me their number, should I wait three days? Does the three-day rule still apply? So, Joe. <laughs> three-day rule. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't wait. It's pretty much, if you wait, you masturbate. Isn't that how the saying go? Why are you looking like that, Kiwi? I'm just saying. <laughs> Where did you get that saying from? <laughs> you just made that up right now. <laughs> it's not a original, I promise. No, I'm just saying, if you're going to wait three days, you're not that interested. You're just, if you have time to wait three days, you're not thinking about that person. You're just collecting numbers. It's a game to you. I don't, I don't have time to, uh, anybody got time for that. If I meet a girl that I'm pretty interested in, I'll send her a message saying, hey, here's my number. And depending on my availability, I'll hit her up later on and see what she's up to. You know, you, you do the exact same thing, Joel. Look at you. Hey, um, I have collected numbers that I have not called, unfortunately. I apologize for that. I apologize to all those ladies. But, however, um, we're going to have a segment in our Facebook uh, space a little later on. You guys should check that out on Facebook. Wait, what, the podcast. Um, Kiwi, what I really want to know from is from the ladies' perspective, does a three-day rule still apply? And ladies, I would like for you all to uh, weigh in on this. <laughs> on the Facebook. Exactly. Kibi, go ahead and uh, give me your thoughts. No, like, why would you wait three days? Like, you might, I might not remember who you are, where I even met you. you like, three. <sighs> Do you meet that many guys? Let me just say, like, there are guys that come into my path that I'd rather forget. So to make sure that you're not among one of those, I would probably, Well, damn. I would probably, like, message, you know, either, either that night, depending on what time you even met them, either that night or, like, the next day, just to follow up and just be like, hey, had a really good time meeting you, such and such, uh... Then so should should they text immediately at that time that they receive the number and say, Hey, I just sent you my contact info, or should they wait till the next day in the morning time if it was like afternoonish that they got the number? I mean, all this is about gauging your audience, right? It, like if you feel like you had like a good uh back and forth right then and there and maybe you were talking about meeting up or like you were talking about something that was going on. I feel like this is uh directed at me. I Plead the fifth once again. <laughs> you know, Joey, you're gonna give your story about this, or one of us will give your story about this <laughs> shortly. <laughs> like, yeah, if you if you you mention something that's gonna be coming up soon, like it might be beneficial to or advantageous to go ahead and be like, hey, here's my number, just so you have it. But like, yeah, you can wait till the next day. I mean, it's within that time for within 24 hours. I would say maybe 48, but, like, beyond that, that's a little, like, well, why'd you even take my number? Just remember not to send that 
those multiple paragraphs to her and intimidate her and make her think you're some kind of crazy creep. Yeah, I mean, don't go crazy within the first few texts. Just like a. So what's the maximum number of texts I mean, that you can meet? At least we're just getting technical <laughs> now. Like, just <laughs> fill out the situation. Uh, you know, you like you can tell. Like, I don't know. Just fill it out. No so, so, no so, guys, guys, go ahead and. I'm going to put my, my, my two cents on this. I think no more than a three-liner. Never send more than a three-liner. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong. Ride the wave with the momentum. If you send a three-liner or less, if you're really feeling it immediately and then she gives you a response, follow up with an activity, possible activity, in, in the near future. And be specific with the date and time and location because... No one likes any vague details. Oh, yes. So is that accurate, Kiwi? Yeah, because vague details just means like, mm, yeah, maybe it'll happen. <laughs> um, when you're a little more specific initially, then that's like, okay, this is happening. I mean, it still doesn't necessarily mean it's happening, but it's it's the likelihood is, is greater. Um, but yeah, just something quick, short, like set something up. Yeah, you just want to set something up. And please don't just copyright, co copy and paste the same message, guys. Make it specific to that girl because if you're going to just copy paste, it's cookie cutter. Come on, make it original just for her. So that being the case, Joy, what is your typical open liner for your very first message? Uh, usually it would be a sad Joey dad joke that Kiwi hates so much. Come on, Kiwi. No, I hate your shows. <laughs> she hates them. Kids love them. Kids love them. And certain women love them. And those are the women that belong with me. Just saying. That's true. That is a good way to filter. Because <laughs> we all know that, Joey, you are a 45-year-old dad in a 30-year-old body. <laughs> I would share one for you guys right now. But Lala's not here, and I don't want to use... Her favorite joke, but I have to. What do you call a fish with no eyes? I've already forgotten because I just want to get it out of my head. <laughs> That's right. And that is why Joey is a 45-year-old dad in a 30-year-old body. <laughs> it was funny the first time I heard it. I will, I will give you that. Kiwi, what is your open liner? If a guy has a guy ever given you his number and been like, hey, give me a call, or given you a business card and been like, hey, give me a call or a text? This is Kiwi we're talking about, Kiwi. What does that even mean? <laughs> what is that? Uh, uh, just answer the question. <laughs> I need you to expand because I have no idea what you're referring to. So, so <laughs> to other women out there, not Kiwi, I have given my number out. I've actually written my number down, given it to a girl, and I have given a business card. And I've actually received a call from said girl after, you know, receiving a text. Okay. So that's, that, is, that is my general question. Have you ever done this? And if you have, what was or if not? What would be your first text? Oh, gosh. Um, I, I don't recall a guy just, like, giving me his, uh -huh. his n number. So what you're saying is I'm a little bit of a rare breed. <laughs> what? I, I mean... Of course you're going to talk about yourself. Right? He gonna, he's going <laughs> to... <laughs> Forgive me, I just had to, yeah, I had to put that out Remember there. Podcast, I'm just saying I'm one of a kind. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, no, I don't think, no, I haven't, like, a guy hasn't been like, here, take my number. It's always like, let me get yours. I don't know if they just assume that I'm not going to reach out or like, I don't know. You know what? They lack the confidence. They lack the confidence that I have that it will happen. Oh, wow. How did you make it about you? Wow. How did I make it about me, Joe? I'm skilled that way. My head hurts. Oh, my oh, gosh. Um, I don't know, but if I, if in my first text, 
it it would probably refer to either something that we either had talked about at that moment or not at that moment, but at that time during our conversation or just where we were. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, it's never happened where I've been out. Like obviously, I've sent first messages on like dating apps, Ugh. but like Ugh. I just mean. Th- that's to dating apps, not sending the first message. And FYI, there will be another episode on dating apps, but go on, Kiwi. But yeah, so, no, I, yeah. So for me, my first uh, text usually is a compliment, a quick, you know, my name, and and we met X place because sometimes when it's later at night and you meet somebody, it's like they they may or they may not remember you. So they may have had several guys approach them, you know, at several drinks to add to that. Um, so they may or may not remember. So you have to make yourself memorable. So it'll either be a compliment and joke along with my name, obviously, and where we met at. Don't forget, Joel, I've seen you um, in action, my boy. You will also, when you meet said girls, and you are witnessing a legend. Oh my gosh. I am puking in my mouth, but it's okay. Wow, this guy. I was just going to say, usually when you meet a girl, at my at the behest of my insistence, you will send her a selfie of the two of you so she remembers your lovely face. That which is a tip you learned from me. Come on now. Um, I have done that, and <laughs> the one time I did that, the girl didn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't do that anymore, actually. <laughs> well, what works for some doesn't work for all. <laughs> Which brings us to the next next topic, doesn't it, sir? You get a text. What happens next? So when you get that lovely date and uh you're taking the girl out on the first date. Or guy. Or guy. It may be that you met them on Tinder, so you've never really seen them in person. Or it may be that you met them in person already, so you have that comfortable level of familiarity with them. Question is, do you go for it on the first date? Do you kiss them on the first date? Whereas my host is looking at me like, what the hell do you mean by that? <laughs> but I'm just saying, do you go for the kiss on the first date or not? Joe, let's start with you. Well, I know a lot of you are assuming that my answer is yes, but it's actually no. I'm a shy little boy from the great white north. Um, my mama told me on a first date you hold hands, and that's a little bit fast, so I stand by that, sir. Now, yes, there are exceptions to the rule, but a gentleman will not share these exceptions to the rule because... They're exceptions. They're quite rare. It could be just one time. It doesn't matter. But my rule is, usually I will not kiss on the first date. Um, same, yeah. Usually I don't kiss on the first date. I have, but typically, no. More often than not, no. So, we all have, cons- we all, we, we all have conservative backgrounds. <laughs> and they all want to sit here and judge me. However... In my previous experience, you know, prior to coming to New York, and uh, typically as more of a second date guy, um, but, you know, as we've mentioned in past episodes, New York is a little bit more fast-paced than Miami. A little bit more fast-paced. So, that being said, sometimes people don't ever have a chance to get around to the second date. So, the thing is, the thing is, the thing is, the thing is, can you make a memorable impression? And even though I've been in New York for quite some time, up until recently, I was still the second date guy. And, you know, some again, like Joe said, you'd have the occasional, you know, first date kiss where it's magical and you guys are just feeling the vibes and all, everything like that. And, you know, you're clicking and, you know, you're like, damn, this is, this is, this is serious. This is going to go somewhere. And you're confident and you know that. And then there's some times where you're, you're a little bit sure, you feel like you're connecting, you feel like, you know, we're having some great conversation, but you're still not able to really read the girl's emotions and, and like, how into it is she? Like, are we just having a great conversation? 
or is she really feeling me in that level, and should I go for it? Sometimes you have that. Other times you have, you think, probably this is not going to end up in a second date. And up until more recently, our lovely, lovely co-host, Lala, told me a story that changed my entire perspective and blew my mind. Since this is rapid fire, we won't fully get into that story. We'll let her share that little tidbit with you guys, and it's a good juicy story. But basically, that changed my perspective from always wait or feel out the situation to always shoot your shot on that first date. (laughs) Shoot your shot on that first date every single time. And Lala will explain to y'all why. Okay, wait. Okay, so if you can tell that it's not going to make it to a second date, why do you want to put your lips on that? Why do you want to have that kind of connection? Because you can. But why? Because you can. Because sometimes you never... There's different types of connections out there. There are mental connections. There are emotional connections. Some people are... They express their love in different ways. Some are they express their love through kinetic touch. Some people express it through time. People express it through money and gifts spent. Some people express it through verbiage. Love language. Love languages, people. So there's different ways to make connections. So what you may not make initially in a more chemical vibe level, a even from a verbal connection. Sometimes you may make a mental connection. Sometimes you may make a physical connection. What Lala showed me was that one type of connection may not be there, but there are others that may be established. And from this story, I'll delve into this further later, but basically a situation happened where it didn't look like it would go the distance. But, 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 Said gentleman, I will reference him as Superman, (laughs) went for his shot (laughs) and made it further than most men would. (laughs) However, so I'm just saying, you never know. So shoot your shot. (laughs) You're an idiot. (laughs) First off, you find a way to defend your promiscuity. My man, you have some sort of legal team behind you. Hey, I'm just saying, all I'm saying is you never know. That could be the love of your life and you're missing out just because the person was nervous. You might have been nervous. You never know. So just go for it. So that's your way of calming the nerves. All right. Well, my issue with your strategy, because you always tell me to go for the kiss, you're basically... My Sebastian to my little mermaid. You're behind me going, sha la 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 la, my oh my. I'm not that guy, okay? Go ahead and kiss the girl, shoot your shot. (laughs) All I'm saying is, I can't follow your advice because I foolishly, and every single girl I've been with can attest, will ask permission before kissing. What women, what women, what women do you go out with? That are like, yes, ask me for that permission. Okay, first of all, I hate when guys are like, can I kiss you? Uh, don't uh, ask me. But then at the same time, if I don't want you to, don't. But, <laughs> so, Aren't women complicated creatures? <laughs> and that's why every time I'm about to lean in, I awkwardly pause and say, um, is it okay if I could kiss you? To which I get a weird stare and I get a, I can't believe you just did that. And then we'll kiss. Hey, but that's what I'm saying. Because women are complicated creatures, <laughs> you may not know if you, they want you to kiss them or not. So you won't know until you go for it. So if you get the head bob, if you get the head bob, you know. No, it's a, you, exactly. exactly. But if you, don't, if you don't get the head bob, you might be, have been thinking to yourself, hey, I don't think I can go for it. But really, she did want you to go for it, and you didn't go for it. No, she'll, like, if you start to lean in, she will start to lean in. You got to wait. You just got to 
But see, that's but that's the thing is you have to lean in and start going for it. If you get 50% of the way and then she starts to do the head bob and weaving and bobbing like Rocky Balboa, you know it's not going to happen. Well, you already said just shoot your shot, so you okay. It don't matter with you. This guy, this guy doesn't even wait for her to come back and reciprocate. He just dives in like a dolphin in the sea. Hey, if she if she's bobbing and weaving like Muhammad Ali, and I can't make a connect, then hey, I shot my shot, I missed, and I I will concede that there will be no second date. I'm just saying that I will continue my strategy that has worked for me so far and do the awkward dance of. May I, can I, and will I? <laughs> Fellas, do not, <laughs> not <laughs> take that advice <laughs> ever. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I will give you two examples where I've premierly missed out on my shot by not shooting my shot. One example recently, lovely mulata girl, mixed, gorgeous, nurse, four, day, four days off a week, <laughs> plenty of time, Lovely conversation. However, I was trying to be a gentleman, and I was like, hmm, I don't know if I should go for this or not. And as we were walking to the train, walked her to her side of the street, and is one of those subway stops whereby it's a one-way uh, subway stop. So it's either downtown or uptown. So she's going uptown, I'm going downtown. And as I go ahead and you know get ready to walk her down or whatnot, She's like, oh, she takes one step off of the edge of the stairs and is like, oh, you have to go the other way. And then came back up onto the steps platform. And so I'm thinking to myself, oh, wait, why does she do that? And then I started overthinking the situation, like, wait, should I kiss her? Should I not kiss her? Should I just go in and go for it? Should I not go in and go for it? And because I overthought it, I felt like I missed the opportunity. And then... She left, went down the stairs, and I never got to see her again. I did text her later on, maybe about two days later, like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Really enjoyed the evening with you the other day. And I was like, hey, how about we hang out next weekend? And she was like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to be a little bit busy this week or whatever with work because I'm working four days straight or whatever, and I'm going to be covering someone's shift for a half day. Um, I'll let you know. Next week, hit her at one time, never got a response. The rest of the week, never heard from her again. And I'm pretty sure when she took that step back onto the stair platform and looked at me, paused, and I didn't shoot my shot, that was me shooting myself in the foot. <laughs> and that's why she didn't want to go out with me again, because I didn't make that move. Had I made that move, after we had a great conversation, she did seem like she was, you know, somewhat interested, but I really think she was looking for me to make that move that I didn't go for all the way because I was unsure of myself. And something, again, that our friend Lala made clear to me is women like a man of full confidence that is 110% sure of himself, which is why you don't ask ever, and that is why you always, again, shoot your shot. I'll give you one more example before I go ahead and pass this. Another lovely girl down in Miami, back when I was dating over uh, in the Coral Gables UM area. Met her during salsa craze. Beautiful, beautiful woman of about five foot nine. Many of y'all know I'm about five foot seven myself. Um, didn't know it, whether or not she was into me. We all hung out as a group one time, and as it turns out, she seems that she might be interested in me. We had a great conversation. She gave me her number, everything like that. We started texting back and forth the next day. Next time salsa class comes around, we all hang out. We all go out as a group again. This new guy is there and trying to slide in real easy-like. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And she's entertaining it. And I'm like, all right, this is BS. I don't know what's going on, bro, but you need to get out my way. You messing with my progress, all right? So that night ended. Text her the next day. We're still cool. Next class, we go out, and it's only the four of us. Her, her friend, that same guy, and then me. 
What I didn't recognize was that he was going for her initially. He was going for her initially, and she was entertaining it. What I didn't realize was we had to relocate to another location to go to somewhere else. We had two cars that we were going to take because some other people were gonna, that we met there were going to come with us and meet over. She ended up going in my car, and when we went back to UM campus, she chose to come in my car again. Because she had been entertaining that other guy, I was, again, unsure of my position. And as we got ready to go, she's like, oh, yeah, I really had a great time tonight. Pause for a brief second, and she was, and she was getting ready to you know, get her keys. She looked at me, smiled, and then got out of the car. Yeah. Right then, when she smiled at me, and then we gave a brief little hug, and then she got out of the car. I should have gone for the kiss. Because as it turns out, that same guy ended up dating her best friend. She had chosen to get out in my car because she wanted to be with me. She wanted to be able to have some alone time with me. And she wanted me to seal the deal. And again, because I hesitated and I didn't shoot the shot, I missed out. That's what I mean when I say always shoot your shot. I do prefer a guy with like a little more assertiveness and the the the, the observant nature to know like okay yes she wants me to cuz like I'll give I like I feel like I give enough hints and I flirt enough to let you know like okay yes this can happen. I like if a guy But you have guys like Joey who are daft. <laughs> certain <laughs> social clues. That's true. I am That's not Jap. No, I'm a gentleman. No, you, you, you can never tell when a girl likes you. I don't, I don't know how because it, most of the time it's just like in your face obvious and somehow it just goes right over Prime time example. A woman who approached you in a club and was dancing right in front of you asked you to dance and you bought her a drink and then reciprocated with her buying you a drink and you were still like, Oh, no, she just wants to dance by herself until she turned down our friend. And it didn't become clear to you that, that she wanted you to dance with her. And if I were to ask her to kiss me, she would have said yes. But I did not ask because I did not want to. And I was okay. So, and two, she probably would have walked away if you started asking. Why would you ask if you can already tell that she likes you? Like, why? Because two easy reasons, Kiwi. One, I can never tell. And two, mama raised me right. But see, that's, that's another thing with today's generation. Many of us who are raised um, in old school homes, uh, like myself and, you know, most of us here on this podcast. All of us here on the podcast. Um, Atom is an outlier. <laughs> However... However, <laughs> it'll be on later on the next episode to defend himself. But <laughs> that being said, typically we are gentlemen who like to wait, let the women give clear, undeniable proof that they are into us. However, in today's society, with the new millennial age and that culture that's coming up, we can't always do that. That's why I'm saying for myself, I am choosing to be an adaptable creature and uh, adjusting to various cultures and different locations. In Miami, you can get away with waiting for the second date in New York, rather. So in New York, it's more of a thing that people move at a quicker pace and people don't have time to be like, oh, you know, I'll wait for the second date. Some, some girls will but not as frequently as they will in Miami. All right, so you're talking about dating. You're telling me about first kisses. So I have a question for you, my boy. You have a roommate, and you just smirked right now. So please, tell me why are you smirking, my boy? Because weirdest moments with roommates in dating. So in New York, Typically, no one lives alone. You have 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds that live with 20-year-olds. And it's, it's a thing. It happens. It's New York. And I understand that. I, I got to say, it's, it's much 
more of a different culture than Miami because down in Miami, you can you can afford your own place sometimes. And I was fortunate enough to afford my own place down in Miami. Here, it's a completely different ball game. So I'll give you my most recent experience. I'm sitting here on the couch. You know, I'm watching uh, some Arrow on Netflix, chilling in my boxers. I'm thinking to myself, my roommate's asleep. All of them are asleep, or my other roommate that never comes out of his room, he's probably at work because he, you know, works late nights bartending. 3 a.m. in the morning, I'm sitting on my couch in my boxers. All of a sudden, I hear fumbling at the door. I think I'm about to get robbed. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? (laughs) In comes my roommate, drunk as hell with some random white girl. And I'm like, hey, guy, (laughs) what's up? He walks straight over to me in my boxers with the girl (laughs) and says, hey, hey, what's up, man? Yo, this is Samantha. Yo, I'm going I'm to get a little bit of your, uh, your whiskey there. I will um, change her name for this. Good job. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you know, uh, I'm going to just get some of your whiskey. By the way, this is Samantha. Samantha is my roommate, Joel. Me, I'm trying to put a pillow over myself. I'm like, bruh, you just, you just introducing your girl. Like, <laughs> like, what's up? Like, you could have just discreetly taken her to your room. But nah, like you introducing me at 3 a.m. Like go go handle your business, handle your business, you know. So I'm like, all right, <laughs> yeah, go ahead and get some whiskey. The girl goes ahead and walks back to the room. <laughs> he leans into me, smelling <laughs> slovenly and a beer and whiskey. Is like, hey man, about to tap that. I'm like, bruh, <laughs> that's that's good for you. <laughs> I don't care. I'd like to go back to Arrow now. <laughs> Goodbye. That's not bad. He's just trying to tell you he's getting some love. Homies need love too. <laughs> I'm just saying, I could have done without it. I could have done without it. I'll give you a second story. Second story, you know, I have a roommate who's from Germany. A lot of international and Europeans, you know, that come over to New York, stay for residencies and uh, various medical things and other stuff like that. So his girlfriend was here literally the night before. And so as I get home, you know, I'm coming in and getting ready to fix myself some food, walk over towards the kitchen in the living room area, and see, you know, some legs and feet sitting on the, over on the couch. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, hey, uh, Janet. And I'm thinking to myself, that's his girl. <laughs> Little did I know, I start fixing my, myself some food, you know, start talking, you know, to her, having a conversation and whatnot. Walk over. It's not Janet at all. This is some random chick. <laughs> I'm like, um, I thought that was your girlfriend. <laughs> she awkwardly introduces herself as <laughs> he comes out of the bathroom. And I'm like, oh, hey, <laughs> my bad. Please tell me her name is also Janet. That makes it less awkward. Her name was not Janet. (laughs) It was something else that I don't remember, but I was quite surprised and highly embarrassed. I was like, I don't know if he told her that he has a girlfriend that lives over in Germany. I don't know what he's doing with this chick when his girlfriend was here literally the night before and like probably left that morning. I'm like, bruh. I know Germans were savage like that, <laughs> but still. Kiwi, I want to hear one of your stories before I give you all my final story. I don't, I don't have any roommate stories. I think the only roommate story I can remember is, like, from college. But, like... Hey, that's good enough for me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. it was. This was, like, the most annoying thing because it was this couple. And, you know, like, UM dorm rooms. For, well, I mean, any dorm room, I feel, is, like, tiny. Hey, UM. But this was, like, tiny. Our beds were literally, like, three feet apart. Maybe not even that. Like, it's tiny. And her boyfriend would come over and sleep and spend the night. And, like, (laughs) she'd just be like, uh. Crap, I can't use this name. She'd be like, uh, Jerry, like, don't. Like, it was just 
very whiny at night, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to sleep, and he, they're all trying to talk, and like, <laughs> you know, you can hear them, and it's just like, oh, okay. It, you know, it seems like um, that's a very stark similarity that New York has with uh, dorm rooms. The walls are thin. The rooms are small. <laughs> and you will be hearing certain noises. And you want me to stay here permanently. Come on, man. You'd, be, you'd probably be living by yourself, so you'd be okay. And to add on to that, uh, Joey, we all know you're borderline narcoleptic, and you will fall asleep standing. <laughs> in the middle of a conversation. So, happened one time, one time. While you were supposed to be wingmaning for me in a bar, you were doing fine by yourself. That is no excuse to leave your wingman high and dry. If a pilot doesn't need the co-pilot awake at all times, why do you need your wingman awake at all times? <laughs> Bruh. I'm lucky I have autopilot mode over here. Because <laughs> if that was left up to me to land a plane with three different wheels, and you were supposed to be covering at least one of those wheels, <laughs> I look over <laughs> for your agreement on an issue. Your head is nodding, and I'm like, oh, he's agreeing with me. No, he's asleep. <laughs> it was a long subway ride. <laughs> I don't know. Which you slept on also. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I didn't get my beauty sleep. That is ridiculous. Anyways, my roommate story, before I was actually in the location that I'm at now, was actually with a female roommate. So I wake up one morning late after going to sleep earlier uh, that morning because I'm a night owl and uh, hearing some funny, funny noises. I woke up the next morning a little bit late for work, running around, rushing to get, you know, into the shower. I'm running down the long hallway that leads to our bathroom. And who comes out of the bathroom that I literally smash right into? Her random one night stand from the night before. <laughs> Face planting into his nasty hairy chest. <laughs> As he's wrapped only his lower, lower region in a towel. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> One, <laughs> you could have said something considering that we share bathrooms. Two, what the hell are you with the man so damn hairy? <laughs> Give him a razor for Christmas. You got some hair on his chest. That was not a little hair on his chest. That was a fur coat. <laughs> well, sir, I guess I'll share one of my stories. Although I'm a bit afraid because you guys just laughed so hard earlier that I'm afraid. I have to warn the audience, guys. Please brace yourself. It's not that bad. It's not that embarrassing. But see, these guys. Why are you looking at me like that, Kiwi? Just waiting for you to tell the story. All right, cool. All right, here we go. So down in Florida, I live with my little brother. You know, well, I used to until he moved out. But this is one of those nights when we live together in a house. And I'm, you know getting quite intimate with uh, a partner of mine. And I leave to go fix us, you know, a little, little dinner. But lo and behold, baby brother comes in the house because he decided, hey, guess what? I'm coming over this weekend. And usually I would close all the rooms, all the doors, you know, in the house, but not this time. I'm thinking, eh, whatever, free balling it, let's go. So I'm neck in the kitchen. My little brother's walking around the house. And fortunately for me, he does not go to the kitchen. He decides to go to his room. But my room, which is facing his, is wide open. And my friend of the evening, thinking I'm my brother, is bearing herself, you know, to the, to, to the wind. And my brother just stares and goes, okay. And she realizes my brother is not me because he's a six-foot-something dude. And she decides to pull a Harry Potter move and take her blanket both my blanket, and cover it over herself and lie down as if she's invisible. <laughs> so she threw the blanket over her head <laughs> like she was Hermione <laughs> in Goblet of Fire <laughs> with a cloak of invisibility. <laughs> oh, my God. So my bro just shook his head and went back in his room. I don't hear about this until the following morning my brother sees me over breakfast and says, 
Next time you bring uh, Miss Acura, because she drove an Acura. Next time you bring this chick over, please, uh, next time you bring a chick over, please make sure they're not dumb, okay? Just saying. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Since uh, typically we give our perspectives on little tidbits, rapid fire, quick. Second round, yes or no? No. No, unless the sex is good. <laughs> That's a no for me. Never backslide. Four steps only. And so, other than that, meeting and exchanging info. How many days do you normally wait? Two max. I don't wait. She's going to text me. <laughs> Joy over here stealing my lines. <laughs> However, I'll say one day max. But ride the momentum, feel the vibes, and keep on moving forward. Kissing on the first date? Nah. Nah. <laughs> Usually no, but if so, I'm going to ask. <laughs> Never ask. <laughs> Always shoot your shot first date. <laughs> and our worst roommate stories ever, Kiwi. Do you think that you will ever have a weird roommate story? Probably not, no. My roommate and I were pretty... Uh... <laughs> No, we So Kiwi has the unicorn situation of a heavenly experience with her roommate. And well, I already have too many stories to count. <laughs> Y'all didn't even hear all of them. <laughs> so I currently have a tenant and I never see her. So I'm safe there. However, if I do move to New York, as you want me to permanently do, you would either be my roommate or I will be staying by myself. I will be thoroughly enjoying these roommate stories. <laughs> I will not, because I feel as though if we were roommates, you would try to pull a Chris Brown and steal your girl and say, leave Joe and go for Joel. <laughs> hey, I don't need y'all painting me as a man without scruples. <laughs> I have my standards, sir. <laughs> Says a man who's a man on the first day. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with that. Anyways. <laughs> you would probably, I'll probably bring a girl over and you'd say, hey, quick question. Did he ask to kiss you? Because I am not afraid to take my shot. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. I wouldn't even ask that. It would just be happening. <laughs> Lies. I kid. I kid. I kid. But again, an unconventional episode. Another episode of Wait What? See y'all next time.